Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, where we choose to become empowered patients and take our health into our own hands. Hi, I'm Shannon Hansen, a Christian entrepreneur, a mom of three, and after dealing with my own health mysteries, I made it my mission to learn everything I could about the thyroid. I soon became certified as a holistic wellness practitioner, a functional nutrition practitioner, and a functional diagnostic practitioner, and so much more. After that, I founded the revolutionary thyroid program, The Hansen Method. As a health professional and a mom, I fully understand the importance of having a fun, simple, and sustainable plan for achieving a responsive thyroid. So I share actionable and practical strategies for developing a responsive thyroid so that the ambitious moms and women can gain freedom from fatigue and lose the thyroid weight once and for all. Each week, I will be here for you. Along with my guest experts, we will be sharing simple and tangible tips that work for not only your thyroid, your hormones, your family, and your mindset so that you can get back to living the life that you envision for yourself. Welcome to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast with your host, Shannon Hansen. We are talking about the importance of food and nutrition um, when it comes to your health and your your body and all of the things. Now, if you've been around for a while, some of this stuff might be a little bit more new to you, but I think it's really important that we discuss the importance of food because I believe that food is central to our health. Now, with that being said, like I grew up in a very, I would say at the time, a very health conscious home. My mom, I remember waking up every morning to her like exercise bike (laughs) and my parents did a lot of like fruits and veggies. Um, my dad hunted, we were, we were very mindful of what we were eating. My dad did, um, when he was diagnosed with high blood pressure and stuff, we cut out salt and, you know, (laughs) I like, we did not... I didn't grow up on cereal. Um, I didn't grow up on like boxed items either. We didn't do a lot of pre-made food. A lot of the food that I grew up with was pretty much homemade. Like it was um, like those Pillsbury canned biscuits and stuff. Like we didn't have those. (laughs) Okay. Like I know that's probably a norm for a lot of people here in the U.S., um, or canned frosting or some of those like pre-made easy foods that was just not in our home. And I remember also growing up, my friends would hear, like come over to my house and they would say, Oh my gosh, you have nothing to eat. And I'm like, Oh, you know, like panic, embarrassed. Right. And (laughs) my friends would say, that and then I'd go to my mom and I'm like, Mom, we're hungry, we have nothing to eat or whatever. And my mom would whip up the most delicious things. Um, and it very quickly got around to other kids. And so after school, they loved coming to my house because my mom would homemade like make homemade donuts and she would um homemade cookies and caramel popcorn and all the things. And even as an adult, one of my friends 
that I've had since fourth grade. She, she's like, I remember we would go to your house and you would have nothing to eat in the pantry and your mom would whip up the most delicious things. And she's like, I don't know how she did that. And that is definitely a trait that I have been blessed with, I think. And especially after working with hundreds of clients, I realize what a, a rare gift that is, is to be able to look at just plain ingredients and be able to whip things up and make, make food out of them, make a meal out of them, not just food, but like make a well-balanced meal. And so growing up that way, and then couple that with my, my beliefs about food and nutrition, like when I read through the scriptures and I have obviously formulated my own opinions and my own inspiration, my own revelation through what I read in the scriptures about food. So with that being said, and I will hound this until the day that I die, is every person is metabolically and genetically different. This is why I don't believe we've given, been given a diet plan that is everybody is successful if they eat such and such way. This is why like I put such a focus on teaching my clients about their metabolic typing and teaching them how to eat for their body specifically. And some of that comes through trial and error. Some of that can come through, um, like testing, right? The HTMA gives us a very good idea of if you're a fast metabolizer, if you're a fast metabolizer, if you're a slow metabolizer, what those ratios and what those portions are. And I just have a client, um, she started just recently and she's like, I'm, she went on. So she signed up and she was going on a month long cruise and to, where did she go? I think she went to India and then came back. So what we did is we got her started, we got her enrolled, but we just made sure that like the timing of it, like we added a month because she really wasn't doing anything in the middle of the ocean. Um, <laughs> and so she just came back. She's just getting in the swing of things and she's like, okay, I'm trying to eat healthy. I'm trying to figure out what my portion sizes should look like and all of these different things. And we're waiting for her test results, right? And she's like, what should, what should my meals look like? And so I was like, I can't tell you specifically at this point, but I can give you a pretty good idea about 80% of my clients. And this isn't about weighing and measuring and portioning out food. I say that all the time. It's not about that. It's not about macro counting or whatever. It's about when you're putting food on your plate and I personally recommend using like a smaller plate, not like a full size dinner plate, but one of those like kind of like a side salad plate, using that as like your, your main dish. And the reason for that is because we want to fill in all of those blank spaces. And so the smaller the plate, we can still pile up our food, but still get very close to proper portion sizes on those smaller plates. Okay. Um, so just picture that smaller kind of dinner plate. We want 30 to 40% of to of that to be protein, preferably animal protein, chicken, fish, beef, um, lamb, whatever ounce out there, venison, whatever, whatever the animal protein is. Then we want about 35 to 40 
I'm going to say 35% carbohydrates. Those carbohydrates should be focused on fruits and veggies. Um, if it's a meal, preferably veggies. I like to tell my clients about three pieces of fruit per day um, and use that for snacks. Okay. And then about 25% of your meal should be um, fats. So good, healthy fats, um, oils, um, nuts, seeds, those types of things for, for that. So I wanted to kind of dive into the importance of nutrition when it comes to your hormones and your body and the function and everything. So number one, let's start by discussing the roles of hormones inside the body. So hormones are chemical messengers that are produced by the glands in the endocrine system. So the endocrine system is your, your thyroid, your adrenal glands, your, um, your testes or your ovaries for women, um, that are regulating your hormones. And all of those chemical hormones are communicating with each other. And this plays a role in our metabolism, our growth, development, uh, brain function, all of that. So however, hormonal imbalances can occur due to a ton of different reasons, right? Stress, poor nutrition, environmental things. One of the easiest ways that we have to support our hormones is through proper nutrition, so once again, so if you guys um, paid attention, <laughs> usually a lot of the women that I work with, they have their cycle, um, they menstruate around the full moon, which was last week. So right before you start your cycle, most women will experience a peak in estrogen, which gives you this burst of energy the day before you start your cycle. And you will be like, I need to clean. I need to organize. I need to get all these things done. And this is like your body's way of quote unquote nesting. You have like one day of nesting before you start to menstruate. And then when you menstruate, your body, your energy goes a little bit further down. So you may notice more, be more tired or fatigued or things like that. So a lot of my women have also been experiencing that like, oh man, I'm tired. I'm fatigued. I don't, you know, I just not feeling motivated. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, why is this a bad thing? This is actually a good thing. This means that your hormones are communicating with each other. And it will take when we start cleaning up our diet, when we start, you know, taking care of all the toxins and things that are impacting our hormones, it's going to take three to six cycles before we really see big changes because of how the hormones work, right? We have to have that menstruation for things to kind of be cleared up. So when we are also looking at that, hormones are synthesized from nutrition or the nutrients found in our diet. So for example, insulin is synthesized from amino acids and zinc, while the thyroid hormones are synthesized from um, iodine and tyrosine. So tyrosine is a protein. And most of the women that I work with are not getting enough protein and or iodine, right? Like I, here in the States, I know a lot of women don't, don't eat foods that are rich in iodine unless it's like the iodized salt, which is not my favorite. So I don't recommend that. <laughs> um, but things like they're not eating kelp. We're not eating, um, uh, strawberries. We're not eating, um, 
seaweed and things like that, that are, that are rich in that iodine. And so one of the things that I do with my clients after we do testing and we kind of validate and confirm that they are missing the iodine is we get them on a protocol for about three ish months. Um, sometimes a little bit shorter. And then we add in, um, iodine supporting foods. I don't recommend like getting a supplement of iodine. It doesn't work really great. Um, it's just not beneficial. So depending on how comfortable they are incorporating iodine rich foods on a regular basis, um, we take that into consideration. And in a lot of cases we do, um, provide like a kelp supplement or recommend a kelp kelp supplement (laughs) to get that iodine to get the thyroid working better in addition to increasing that protein. So your, your thyroid hormones have the nutrition that it needs. So while eating this balanced diet that is rich in whole foods and a diet that can provide the body with the required nutrients, um, for the body, we also recommend getting in those, those vital, uh, vitamins, B vitamins. So B vitamins are also required for the synthesis of adrenal hormones as well as zinc. So if we are low in B vitamins and zinc, we're going to experience hormonal imbalances as well. Um, like, uh, low progesterone, excess estrogen. So we're going to have the breast tenderness, the moodiness, the cramping, the heavy bleeding, all of those. Um, and really consuming a, a diet that is rich in those phytoestrogens, phytoestrogens can in the whole food form can help balance out and get rid of that extra estrogen, um, for women, especially who are menopausal or perimenopausal. Um, so if you are noticing that you're carrying the weight around those hips and thighs, eating foods rich in those, those phytoestrogens can be super important. So let's kind of go over and talk about the role of insulin and, and having insulin sensitivity. So when we are looking to work with the body, we have to work with the body in the right order. Okay. I think that that's super important for us to understand is we can't just jump steps in, (laughs) in how we work with the body. And this is the biggest mistake that I see with my clients is they want to just, just fix my thyroid. And I'm like, whoa, 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 let's, we have to look at your bowel movements. We have to look at, um, other things happening because if you, if you are having issues excuse me, guys, you guys can hear the baby. Um, if you're having issues with your, uh, bowel movements, you could not be absorbing the nutrients that you need. If you are rapid dumping, if you're having constipation, food could be sitting there too long. And if the food is sitting there too long in the situation of constipation, then we end up with, um, SIBO, then we end up with parasites. Like it becomes this breeding ground for bacteria and nasty, nasty things that we don't want. (laughs) We don't want in the digestive system. So 
Insulin is a hormone that regulates our blood sugar levels inside the body. And insulin resistance is a condition where the body becomes less sensitive to insulin and is a common hormonal imbalance that leads to those type 2 diabetes and metabolic dis disorders. Um, and consuming a diet that is low in processed foods and rich in whole foods can help regulate the, these insulin levels so that you are building, once again, that strong foundation for all of your hormones. So what I like to tell clients at the very base of the pyramid is leptin and ghrelin. So those are your hunger and fullness uh, hormones, right? Tell, tells you, hey, I'm hungry. Hey, I'm full. And then from there, we have the insulin and the cortisol. So this is why eating a diet that is rich in fiber um, can help so fiber, this is why like, um, fruits, veggies, grains are, it, as long as they're not processed are much better for you because the fiber that is found in those whole foods slows down the absorption of sugar into the bloodstream and therefore it doesn't spike blood sugar levels. So, um, in addition to that, like if you are have been diagnosed pre-diabetic or insulin resistant or type two diabetes or something along those lines, I would do some research and consume foods that is rich in magnesium and chromium. Um, those are gonna be your dark leafy greens, your nuts and seeds, and all of those will improve insulin sensitivity and prevent the insulin resistance. So once again, you are building that strong foundation for your hormones to build on top of. All right, the next one, the role of nutrition in the thyroid. So the reason we are all here today is to talk about the thyroid, right? So the thyroid gland produces hormones that regulate your metabolism and an underactive thyroid gland, as we all know, should be... Uh, maybe we don't know, um, is a hypothyroidism. So again, those classic thyroid symptoms, weight gain, fatigue, depression. And again, those iodine, iodine is that essential nutrient for thyroid production. So T4 is essentially four iodine molecules put together. T3 is three iodine molecules put together. And so we need to be making sure that we are eating a diet that is rich in that iodine to help support that, as well as other thyroid supporting nutrients like selenium that can be found in Brazil nuts or tuna um, can also help with this. So big thing that I really wanted to share with you guys is that food and nutrition plays such a huge role in our body. And one of my most favorite things about working with clients is them coming to me and saying, I didn't realize how these foods were affecting me. I didn't realize that skipping breakfast and drink, just drinking coffee was hurting me as much as it was. And so I literally heard that yesterday on the coaching call and she's been eating a protein breakfast and then having her coffee right after. And you want to know what? She's like, 
I'm losing weight. I have energy. My sex drive is coming back. And she's only been doing this for like a week and a half, you guys. Like, it doesn't take very long for the body to respond. It may not go completely back to normal or get completely where you want to be overnight. But finding those small wins along the way is really, really important. So with that being said, we are going to pick up next week and talk more about the importance of your thyroid and food and the nutrients. And I will see you guys on the next. Before you go, I want to make an offer to you guys. Now, there's no pressure here, but if you are like me and you just want to get to the root of the issue and you want help and you want guidance and you just want to know what to do and you are an action taker and you are highly ambitious, we have several spots that are open for the Hansen Method. Our schedule fills up very quickly. So if you are interested in getting in, filling out an application and joining us, please take the time to visit the show notes and schedule your thyroid breakthrough call. We will be talking to you about what is holding you back. Where do you want to go? How do you want to feel? And then give you our personal and professional recommendations on the next step for you so that you can get out of this thyroid chaos once and for all. Wait before you go! Please subscribe if you found value in today's episode. Leave us a review and share on Instagram and please tag us. We love your reviews! Pretty please!